Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. My name's Courtney, I'm joined with Trevor, and thank you so much for being here with us today as we dedicate a whole episode to talking about money coaches, what they are, what they do for us, and maybe why we need one in our life. And I just want to say to our listeners up front that me and Courtney, neither of us are money coaches, neither of us have any immediate intentions of becoming money coaches. We just think our listeners, we want to make our listeners aware of, of the, that a money coach exists and what they can and cannot do for you. And I think this kind of episode is important because, I mean, we'll talk about this later, but maybe admitting that you need a money coach or admitting that a money coach would benefit you is maybe something that's that you don't want to admit to yourself. So I, this episode, I guess, is just a our efforts at normalizing maybe the need for one or... or or hopefully put the idea in your head that it's it's not a bad idea to need help. No, that's a really good point. You know, your 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 comment of normalizing the concept of a money coach, I think that is 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 important. And I hope this this episode exposes that money coaches aren't for everybody who's in financial ruins. Because Trevor, we talk about all the time how. I mean, at work, when you go to your, go to work, all your colleagues are not talking about their money problems. That's not the first thing they talk about. Yeah, they talk about what they've purchased or, or how expensive their car is, but they don't talk about uh, the financing behind that car and all the other things that come along with um, with the with the life that we live and the money behind it. Well, and I've said before, I've had family and friends who will divulge uh, very personal information about themselves to me, either their relationships or maybe. Uh, substance abuse problems, but they will not open up about money at, at any level. And not that I try to pry it out of them, but it, it's something that people just don't want to talk about with with friends, family, or coworkers. And I, I think part of it is our society is it puts a lot of emphasis on measuring somebody's societal worth based on their their financial well being, and I think that's all wrong. I, I don't think that's the measure of a person person's value in our society is how much money they make or how much money they have or, or their net worth. I, I don't think that's a good measurement of people in general. So I we do, we do want to thank uh, one of our listeners, Drew, for actually emailing us to ask about this topic because, I mean, it's a fantastic episode idea and it deserves a whole episode. So thank you, Drew, for your email and suggestion for this episode because, again, I think I think this is going to be a good one. And we did this sort of the, the legwork. Me and Courtney know, know really nothing about money coaches. And based on Drew's question, we've, we've sort of dug in and did some research. And this episode is what we've learned. So let's just get started. Let's, uh, let's lay down what exactly a money coach is. So I, I want to provide a definition from rbcwealthmanagement.com. And they describe a money coach as someone who offers one-to-one counseling. And the goal in this article says it's twofold, is to reduce debt and increase resiliency. Yeah, I, I, I almost think that's based on some of the stuff I read, that's almost too simplified for what a money coach can do. I mean, a money coach to me is somebody who's who's going to help you move the your behavioral tendencies in the right direction. Definitely. And, and from the, some of the articles we're going to discuss, they sound a lot more like, in my opinion at least, more a... Uh, of a therapist. You can almost relate a money coach to a therapist, but 
and but more money in a money related sense. Well, I think a, a money coach probably uh, deals more in treating the causes rather than the symptoms of a financial problem. Oh, exactly. Just like maybe a a food coach might as well. They they're going to get down to why you're making the eating decisions that you're making and maybe not, oh, you should be eating X, Y, and Z, but more kind of the root cause about why you're eating the foods you shouldn't be eating. This is over simplistic, but it would be like going to the doctor when you have heart problems, you know, your, your chest pains versus going to the doctor when your pants no longer fit. Yeah, and, and, and that's a great example because in that case, a nutritionist or maybe um, a naturopath, someone who's more in touch with with that side of things might be a more effective a more effective solution than maybe talking to a medical doctor who is, yes, very, very important, but more for treating the things that require your antibiotics and, and um, maybe a heart surgery or whatever is required. Before we get into things, I do like how a money coach can be seen as more of a proactive approach to dealing with your personal finances as opposed to a reactive approach. And I, I think that's true if you seek out a money coach in a proactive mindset. I mean, if you wait until you, you're completely off the rails and you're on the edge of financial ruins, a money coach can only do so much to help you. So it, it's really on the, the person to, to seek out that assistance you know, before the problems get to the point where it's, it's complete disaster. Let's talk about that right there when you said to approach a money coach before before you go into financial rooms, before it's too late. So I, I two questions off that question. Do you think it's ever too late to bring in outside help and some expertise into your financial situation? And two, who is that person that's going to utilize that that money coach? Well, I think if if you talk to money coaches, they'd love to have clientele that would come to them, you know, with... Be, before problems even start, but they, they, they just can't seem to get any traction on, on moving in the direction of their financial goals. You know, everything's in their financial house is in order. They're just having trouble moving in the in their direction to achieve a certain goal or destination. And I think if you talk to money coaches, they'd love to have clientels that, that were in that position. But, but I would imagine they're getting more of the, uh, you know, the creditors are calling and, and uh, I, I'm on the verge of losing my house type of calls more often than not. And, and my second question was, so who should be using a money coach? Who, who qualifies for it? Who, who, and we, I'm sure there's people who do use a money coach, but is there other people who are not using money coach that could also benefit? Well, so I don't think there's any age parameter, you know, restricting when you can see a money coach. You could be somebody who's just entered the workforce. You can be somebody on the edge of retirement. I would think based on the things I've read about money coaches, they, they could add value to either of those spectrums. And in terms of a time in your life, you could be in the wealth building stage. You could be, uh, you know, growing your family or or in retirement and, and still utilize a money coach to help you achieve your financial goals. And I don't think there's a, like there's not a demographic that I would exclude from, from needing a money coach. Now in saying that I've never, I've never approached a money coach. I, I've, I think a money coach is really going to help you with behavioral tendencies primarily. And maybe somebody who lacks certain aspects of discipline. And 
I, I, I would say I probably am not lacking that area from a personal finance standpoint. So I've never felt the need to seek out a, a money coach, but maybe at some point in my life in the future, I will, you know, find myself not moving in the right direction and needing a coach. So I think, you know, if I think of our listening audience, if you're tuned into this podcast, you're probably, uh, have some, you know, passion or interest about personal finance. I, I would think you're probably, uh, interested enough and probably focused enough that maybe a money, you know, you might not be a candidate for a money coach, but maybe there's somebody, you know, who is, you know, and we always talked about how, you know, close friends and family aren't, you know, too quick to open up to, you know, friends, people about their personal finances where they, they might with a money coach who's, who's a professional, has discretion. And I, so, so I doubt any of our listening audience, I, I could be seeking out a turn are, are, you know, in dire need of a money coach, but we're doing this because you might know somebody who, who does need a money coach. I just want to dissect your life a little bit more, Trevor. Is there any point in your life, um, maybe when you're younger or at all that you feel like a money coach would have been beneficial to you just, just to maybe put your, your situation in, into perspective for our listeners? Well, I, I would say probably not. And I'm going to say it's because my wife, you know, between the two of us, we strike a perfect balance between, you know, living for today, saving for tomorrow. And we always have, and, and there, if, if one of us moves too far, uh, from the, you know, optimum point, the other one pulls the other one back. So there, there's a lot of give and take in our relationship and we're able to, to sort of reason things out and, and we both have a, that financial goal in mind. So if, if I have a weak moment and I forget what our financial goals are, my wife's there to remind me. And if she's having a weak moment, I'm there to remind her. If you don't have that kind of relationship where you're constantly struggling to bring your partner on board, you might need a money coach just to help convince your partner or remind your partner of your goals. So maybe, you know, you, you're not the greatest coach yourself. So you don't communicate your, your frustrations and in, in, in some of the, your issues to your partner that well, but a money coach could sort of, you know, put things in a better perspective in saying that I don't think a money coach is a substitute for a marriage counselor in, in any way. I, I, in fact, in reading this, they're, they're some of the stuff I read even went as far as to say they're not, but I, I think a money coach could, could help in certain situations, even if you are financially savvy and dialed into your goals, but your partner's not. And you even talk about all the time how, again, your wife is that sounding board that you bounce ideas off of. And, and I always throw back at you, but Trevor, I am a, a single young 20 year old very able to make mistakes, very, very fresh into my adult life. So in, in, in hearing what your wife does for you, that maybe a money coach could be that for me. Even if you are, you know, pretty diligent about financial goals and you're, you're, you're on target, I, I, a money coach might be just, you know, somebody to remind you why you're doing it. So when, when all your friends are going on a, you know, a trip to Florida in the winter and you're not because it doesn't align with your financial goals. You know, visiting a money coach on a regular basis might remind you why you're doing this. You know, it, it would help reinforce the behavior you already demonstrate. So I want to move on now and really talk about what a money coach is, but pertaining to everything a money coach is not. So 
when I think of a money coach and, and from the reading that I've done to prepare for this, I, I get the vibe that a money coach is is there to help you, but there to help you with a specific part and that you have to make sure a money coach is really what you want and what you need. Some of the things I looked at was a money coach, you know, the, it depending on, on, you know, do you need someone to motivate you or do you need someone to, to, to educate you or do you need somebody to, uh, you know, confirm you're doing the right thing? I, I, I think every person would show up with a different need. So a money coach would have to be pretty, pretty diverse in their skill set, I, I would think. But, but more along the lines of really analyzing what maybe is going wrong in your life or what could be better. So to your point earlier, Trevor, maybe you do need a marriage counselor. Maybe you don't need a money coach or maybe vice versa. So I think when, when you're just approaching the subject of a money coach, maybe really, really hunker down and figure out what is actually at the root of this, any personal struggles. Well, you know, I think if you went for a consultation with a money coach and you kind of uh, laid out, uh, and I think, so you go to a consultation with a money coach, I think as with, say, a lawyer, you need to, you know, not hold back anything. They need to know your 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 current financial situation and, and you know, you don't want to be holding back any credit card bills. They need to know the the whole picture. And they also need some history, you know, where you've been and so you're going to tell the money coach where you've been. You're going to tell the money coach where you are today and where you want to go in the future. And I think in sitting down and having a consultation with the money coach and, and, and you know, giving all that information out in, in as much detail as possible, I think they could quickly assess, you know, whether they're going to be able to help you or not. I want to talk about, because I think there, this could be a level of confusion for a lot of people, just the terms. And I, I even found it confusing going into this episode, but I mean, a great source by uh, maxworth.ca, it's called Demystifying Money Coaching, Five Ways a Money Coach Can Help You. This article was fantastic. It laid out exactly the difference between what I, what I wasn't sure about, um, a financial advisor as opposed to a money coach. So I, I I think it's important to acknowledge the distinction because we all might have a certain picture in mind about what the role a money coach plays. And, and so I, I think it's great to draw a distinction. So in this article, the financial advisor is described as the go-to person for investment and retirement advice. Um, quote here, she follows closely the market conditions and helps you clarify investment objectives and risk tolerance. So that's more of a long-term perspective. And then it says, quote, on the other hand, a money coach carefully analyzes your money inflows and outflows and recommends a budget to follow. Yeah. So, you know, my, my kind of spin on it, and I think that was a pretty good description, is is a, 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 an, a financial planner is going to help you build wealth for the future. A money coach is going to help you develop the tools to feed that plan, if that kind of makes sense. I, I think a... A money coach is probably going to deal more with your behavioral day-to-day issues, you know, that that are causing you to not move in the right direction. And that's really what we talk about on the show, how it's important to get to those root causes because you maybe won't even retire if you don't figure out how to get those day-to-day strategies under, under, under control. And a lot of times I think it's probably going to take a, 
a traumatic financial event in someone's life before they, they seek out a money coach. And, and sometimes people need that wake-up call to, to make, make a change. So Trevor, we've talked about so far who needs a money coach and we've come to the conclusion that anyone could need a money coach. There's no defining factor. So I, I want to talk about why do you think then, I mean, you've got the obvious reason, maybe pride or, or not wanting to let others know you're struggling, but why do you think that money coaches aren't maybe reached out to enough or, or some people maybe hesitate before reaching out to a money coach? I think the reason we're doing this show is I think a lot of people don't understand, maybe don't even know a money coach exists or, or what a money coach does. Because in, I agree with that because even you, you hear the word money coach, maybe you think about a financial advisor and financial advisors are incredible in their own way. They, they definitely help you with long-term goals. But in the articles that I've read, it really highlights how um, a financial advisor focuses on selling you products and that will help you with maybe your long-term goals, um, such as insurance and, 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 and ways to invest. So it's more focused on things that are important for the long term. I mean, I think would help to, 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 to sort of demonstrate your, your, how you would interact with a money coach. So you would you'd go for a consultation and meet the money coach and get to know them. And, and you would decide if they're a good fit for you. So, you sit down in their office or maybe you do it over the phone and you, you go back and forth and you decide, okay, this I, I can work with this person. Then you would go and see them. Um, I, I think what I read was you would see them on regular intervals for, say, six months. And at the end of six months, you would sort of either renew your relationship with them if, if you liked how things were going or you would, you know, end your relationship and then if you, re- if you renewed your relationship, you continue on for another six months, meeting on regular intervals. The intervals could be like every month, every, th- you know, every two weeks, whatever you agree on. And they would sort of just re- review your progress and, and maybe, you know, if you're not moving in their direction, they might look at why. And a money coach is going to know, you know, the things that have worked for people in the past and things that haven't. So you might, you know, try sort of strategies for saving money, uh, you know, squirreling money away in bank accounts or you know having it taken off your paycheck they, they'll know all these little tricks that that keep people motivated or or remove the temptations out of your life and, and the money coaches they, they've they've seen what worked and what hasn't so they're gonna they're just gonna you know shrink that learning curve so you're not gonna have to go through all these strategies that don't work and they'll know a real experienced money coach will know from talking to you that you know, you know, based on, you know, the tendencies you've demonstrated that this is the, you know, this is what I think will work for you. I think that's the kind of thing you would gain from them. From an article that I found entitled Three Steps to Choosing the Right Money Coach. Um, this one's from Financial Mentor. And they talk about how there are, like you said, some key steps to go through. And I really like the first step here. It's uh, define what you want from coaching and mentoring. So as, as much as we like to put... Uh, put our maybe our worries and our struggles into other people's hands it's also important to really define what you want and and really be clear and i guess go in knowing what you want yeah like you do need do need somebody a cheerleader do you need uh, somebody with wisdom you know do you need somebody who's gonna hold you accountable so you got to decide what what what's going to motivate you to to change your behavior and 
that's that's what you're going to really looking for in a money coach. And then step two in here is to research and screen potential coaches because I, and I, I think this is really important. And, um, you know, when you could look at their web presence, you know, do they that that's going to give you a, you're probably your, your first brush with, with that person. And, and you can look at kind of the experience they've had and maybe some client, ref, I don't even, if they do client referrals that, that kind of wouldn't make sense, but, uh, and, and they might have certain credentials that might mean something to you. And like, they might be a, a certified financial planner working as a money coach as well. So I, I think you, you kind of have to, you know, do your due diligence and make sure you, you've, you've got a, a qualified person you're working with. Some other things that this article mentions too are um, any published articles. And, and like you said, mentioned web presence, uh, experience, the depth of their coaching. So how long they've been uh, practicing money coaching is also so important because like you said, it's just, it's a matter of, I'm sure that the problems or maybe struggles you see with some individuals transfer over and affect everyone else and, and people react maybe in similar manners and that can help guide you you as a money coach and therefore provide our listeners and 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 others with uh with a better experience so i want to go back to the maxworth.ca article demystifying money coaching five ways a money coach can help you and we talked about number one and number one here is the focus is on the day-to-day financial reality. So we, we talked about how a financial advisor is more about the long-term long-term approach and perspective and how a money coach is more um, making sure you succeed on, at a daily, a daily level. So number two is that short-term goals matter. And in this one, it, it really talks about how the the pressing issues of on a, that happen and come up on a day-to-day basis. And because and I think this is point is so inter- important, Trevor. Because, I mean, the it says in this article, quote, "How do I pay off the credit card?" So, if you're still asking yourself this question, how can you even start to ask yourself, "Oh, how I'm going to save for retirement," and and more long term, bigger concepts? Yeah, it's it's really hard to think about saving for the future when you're trying to dig yourself out of debt. But I think a, a money coach could, you know, if they laid out a plan in front of you showing you how you could get from here to there, that, you know, would, you know, the clouds would break up over your head and the sun would start to shine through. I, I think it would really, just seeing a plan laid out on a piece of paper would be motivation in itself, knowing it can be done and here's the timelines it can be done in. And I think this point really highlights how, the education of personal finance is its just so underwhelming. I mean, we had a whole episode about um, should education be taught in in primary and secondary schools. And it kind of plays over to this point right here because maybe the, the concept of how do I pay off a credit card? How do I manage a credit card? What are some, some strategies I, t- I should take into consideration? I mean, people might look at their 30, 40, 50 year old self and think that's a common thing that sh- they shouldn't have to be asking someone. But they, the thing is, they can ask a money coach and maybe they should be. Yeah, I definitely. I, I think that's, you know, reaching out for help is not necessarily a bad thing. And ex- especially for, for things that no one has actually maybe ever stopped in and told us. I mean, yes, yeah, some of us are blessed to have amazing parents or, or, or a mentor or someone they can look up to when it comes to money-related issues. But for other people who aren't as lucky, I mean, a money coach could be it for you. Definitely. 
Number three in this article is understand your money patterns and beliefs. So this one reminds me a lot of maybe a food coach or someone in that realm, how they, and it says a therapist digs into your past to uncover maybe things that happened in your childhood. So, and it talks about how there are blocks that prevent you from living, quote, a fulfilling and happy life. So, I mean, I, a money coach can do the exact same things for you, but on a money level. Like if you've spent a, a child, if you grew up in, in a, as a child where, you know, debt was okay, consumer debt was, was just a fact of life. And that legacy was passed down to you as an adult. And you continue to believe consumer debt is okay. Then once you see a money coach might help you say, you know what, this is not okay. You know, th- this is not normal. This is not the path to financial independence you know you have to you know discard this belief you you have to not be okay with this going forward you know a money a money coach could help somebody with that mindset or even one step further maybe you are going about life thinking that what you're doing is working and is okay but maybe seeing someone who is completely removed from your life who has been removed from your life your whole life could provide this external perspective that you're not currently getting again, like you said, Trevor, because you're so desensitized to maybe a healthier way of managing and thinking about money. Well, if you think of this podcast, you know, this is kind of the, the message that, that we preach, you know, we guys preach, what we talk about on this show is I, I'm not saying I want, I want to be a money coach, but you know, I, th- I think we talk, I enjoy talking about personal finance and, and responsible spending and, and, and not using credit and I think people are coming to listen to this voluntarily, meaning, you know, they, there's no appointment they have to keep. They're, they're downloading this um, on their own free will. A money coach, you know, once you've paid a money coach, you've given them your money, and now you're, you're kind of, you know, unless you're good throwing money, money away, you kind of feel obligated to go visit that money coach, and, and you feel some sort of, you know, you've, you've, to, you know, you've agreed you were going to do something, you go back to that money coach, to confirm you did what you agreed to do, uh, you know, so the people that are tuning into this uh, on their own free will or for entertainment purposes, they're not the people that need money coaches. But but I, I can see where the, the benefit would be. And again, I doubt any of our listeners need money coaches, but they probably know somebody that does. The next point in this article, the fourth point, is that money coaches don't have financial products they, they're they selling. So we look around um, in, in right here and, and under this point, it says how, quote, bank representatives are mainly there to sell the bank's products, and uh, which are accounts, loans, lines of credits, mortgages, and then financial planners sell a wide range of investments, insurance products, such as mutual funds, stocks, and life insurance policies. So... Both of these, both of these professions have have a place, a very important place. They offer specific services and they help you with specific things. But out of your, if you if you go to those two, they're going to help you with specific things. And a money coach is kind of that missing puzzle piece that helps you with the basic rudimentary personal finance things that that are crucial to move yourself forward. Well, I think they're they're selling knowledge, really, and, and motivation are the two ingredients. I I think based on everything I've read, that they would be selling you. But but Trevor, just like eating, a lot of people know what they should be eating and how much they should be eating. But 
it's hard to do that by themselves. And so a money coach serves, I think, the, almost the same purpose if, if you need the money coach for that reason. It's funny that people I work with, they will, you know, they're very open that they go to Weight Watchers. You know, they'll say, hey, I go to Weight Watchers and, and they'll they'll talk about the, some of their successes at Weight Watchers. And the people will, you know, again, there's so much secrecy around personal finance that the people just won't divulge things about their, their personal finances, but, but they will about their health, which I think is far more important than money. The fifth and final point within this article is that it can help you get on the same financial page as your partner. But Trevor, like you highlighted earlier, it's important that while, and it even highlights here that while financial issues often lead to tension arguments within a couple, a money coach is not going to fix the the basic underlying issues uh, two partners might have with one another. I think they, they could help if... Let's just say one partner had a very aggressive financial plan and the other partner was just was very financially responsible but what didn't want to be quite as aggressive a money coach might sort of lay out a compromise that that you know again they're not marriage counselors but they they might show the you know that maybe the person with the aggressive plan that you can still get there you know to to your goals without being as aggressive as is maybe you're currently being about saving money and, and, and being fiscally responsible. So I think it can help sort of tweak little nuances within your financial plan, but you sort of have to be one, you're, you and your partner have to be moving, you know, already be moving in the same direction. Just one might be, you know, at a different rate than the other. That, that's the kind of nuances I think they could help you with. So t- to that point, I mean, if, if you and your wife had a little bit more opposing views and were maybe a little bit more stubborn personality and your wife was was w- wanting to stay on track with a financial plan and, and maybe your differences are a little bit too much, that would be a good place to have a financial coach come in. Yeah, yeah, because it, it could show, you know, one party that, you know, you do need to be a little aggressive, but, you know, so maybe one of you is, is a little too relaxed and the other one's, you know, too hardcore and it could bring you know but by laying out a plan and a strategy it it could open the open the eyes of both parties and I love that example because I mean it on the surface it doesn't look bad or wrong one partner it just really wants to save and really get to retirement and save their both partners long-term goals so it, it doesn't look like a, a situation where a money coach could be a benefit, but when you dig deeper and really analyze it, it totally could be. Yeah, I agree. And I just wanted to reiterate, we, I, we might be at maybe the halfway point of this show, that we are not money coaches. We have no intentions of becoming money coaches. We're not promoting any particular money coach. We don't know any money coaches. So this is strictly information we're... we're 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 uh, after a listener email uh, asking about money coaches. We've done some research, and I, I must say I'm a little fascinated by the concept. So I, I just I thought I'd throw that disclaimer in there one more time. The next article we're talking about now is a, an article from MoneyCoachesCanada.ca. So it's Canadian, and it's by Christine Williston. And it's entitled, Five Ways a Money Coach Can Help You Win Your Own Financial Olympics. So it's a couple of the same same idea about kind of ways that money coaches can benefit you. But we'll go through them too. I mean, some different ideas are thrown out here. So it's, it's I think it's worthy of touching on. 
So the first point is a clear target and actionable plan. Yeah, this kind of is the overarching, you know, foundation. I, I think of money coaches based on, on the things we've read. And it's just to, you know, I have these, uh, I'll say crazy spreadsheet skills and I can put together uh, an analysis for, for my own personal finances because I, I do it for a living uh, where I work. So I, I, I find it effortlessly to put together some sort of uh, financial analysis for myself and, and I do it just for fun. So, but a lot of people don't have that to, that skill set or those tools, and just for somebody to lay out a plan in front of them can be so comforting. The second point is the shift from plan to action. Yeah, and this is where, again, people tuning into this podcast, you know, we talk about you know personal finances, ninety percent behavior, ten percent math. So, this would be somebody helping you create an action plan, and we talk about. You know, when you have a plan, you have to break break it into action items, and that's going to move the needle. So a money coach is going to take this 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 great big long-term or maybe short-term plan, you know, maybe to get out of debt or to save for retirement, whatever it might be. And I think a money coach is going to give you action items that are going to get you there, things that are going to, that, that are going to move you in the direction. The third point of five is sustained motivation over time. Well, and this is where you have these return visits to your money coach. And, you know, if you're not moving the needle, if you're not moving in the right direction, then clearly one of the action plans aren't working. And if it's not, you need to revisit the action plan. And and maybe that's the wrong motivation for that particular client. And they'll come up with another motivation. But but by by the the repeated visits to your money coach, you're you're not going to fall off the rails. And I like this point especially because sometimes, I mean, I just actually started going to the gym and my, with my roommate, I, I've always like, like I'm sure a lot of maybe people, everyone's like, oh, I got to get to the gym. I, I know I should get to the gym, but it's, it's sometimes it's hard to get to the gym by yourself, especially if you haven't gone to the gym before. And for me, that that's uh, completely the case. So just having my roommate who can literally wake me out of bed if, if she needs to, taking me to the gym every day, training me. It's definitely the motivation that I need. So just that extra person to keep you accountable and motivate you, I think it's just so valuable. The fourth point is expert knowledge. You know, I'm going to use your going to the gym example here. You you know, you're not going to go to a, this one is where it's difficult. I I don't know what their credentials are for for money coaches. I've seen in our research, I've seen various, um, qualifications to be a money coach but but nothing uh you know like a cfp or a cpa like i i'm yet to see sort of those credentials if they exist i'd love someone to to bring that to our attention but if i were going to the gym and i i was going to pay a personal trainer to um motivate me and and move me in the right direction i would want you i would look at that person and, and i would assess their their credentials based on what I see, you know, is this person fit? And if they are, then they probably know what it takes to get fit with a, with a money coach. I think with anyone with personal finance, you can sort of hide behind a, a cloak and people, I think it's on the money coach to prove to their client why they're qualified. At least that's what I'd want. If I were going to money coach, I'd want them to either 
tell me about some other successes or, or, you know, what credentials they have or, you know, why they are the experts. So I, I think you can do a bit of due diligence yourself and researching a money coach, but I think it's on the money coach to maybe prove their, uh, why you should be selecting them. The final fifth point of ways a money coach can help you reach your goals is outside perspective. Yeah. And uh, we, okay, we're repeating ourselves, but having somebody, you know, sh- shed some sanity on, on a, on a, a situation that is completely off the rails, but in your world, it evolved, you know, your, your, your catastrophe, your, your catastrophe evolved slowly over time. You know, you, you built up a little bit of debt, a little bit more debt, you know, your, your lifestyle got inflated a little bit at a time. So you, you didn't see it become this, this horrible train wreck, but a money coach, you know, they're going to show up and see the accident after it already happened. And they're going to say, you know, this is not normal. So the outside perspective, because you got there slowly, it's going to seem normal to you. Maybe even though it's, it's a disaster, a money coach is going to be a person because you're going to divulge your details to them, which of course you wouldn't to your friends or family. You'll divulge this, this money coach and they're going to say, okay, this is, this is worse than you think. And so that outside perspective, I think can be super valuable. And and again, I think that might even be a good good reason to go maybe visit a money coach and and have a consultation with a money coach because again, you may be in a in your mind a very very great financial situation, but you might lose touch with what reality should look like. Like a lot of people, they they let life happen to them. Oh yeah, and fi- financially they let life happen to them, and they you know. They're, they're just say their income stays fairly constant, but their family starts to grow and, 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 and they, their, their financial needs grow and they, they just let that evolve and they don't revisit, you know, uh, I'll say financial responsibility on any regular intervals. So, so I, I think an outside perspective it could be very, very important to certain situations. I just want to touch quickly on some of the actual things a money coach may help you with. So this uh, this next article is called Should You Hire a Money Coach by Anne Bookma. It is from uh, Canadian Living. And by now, it, all the article names are probably sounding the same. And a lot of the points are very overlapping, but they all point towards what a money coach can actually do for you. So here's some specifics from this article. It's just, it's about based on a BC couple who uh, the, uh, the wife of the couple said that she, they spent $1,500 and it was the best money they ever spent because their money coach helped them so much. So some things they actually, the money coach actually helped them with was reducing their grocery bill cutting clothing purchases, um, dropping entertainment costs, cutting down on restaurant expenses, uh, canceling gym memberships, taking the public transit over driving their car, and finally consolidating their cell phone plans. So these are very specific, very, very basic things that the money coach actually came in and helped them with. But, you know, one thing those things have in common is the money coach would have looked at their income and looked at their expenses and they would have brought that outside perspective and said, you know, this, th- this math is doesn't work and here's where it's not working. And, and I think that is what a lot of people, again, not the people listening to this podcast, chances are you're pretty dialed in because you're taking a voluntary interest in personal finance by, by downloading the show. 
but somebody you know, again, that's somebody who could be close to you but not willing to divulge personal financial information could be in these situations. And if, if you see some symptoms, you know, just some fringe, you know, things, a money coach might might help somebody. And one of the examples here is that the husband um, of, of, of the couple, he actually, ha- it sounds like he's a comic book collector and they, he cut down his splurges on comic books from $120 a month to $60. So this is obviously something he loves that he would spend money on, but that the outside money coach came in and kind of gave it a little bit of perspective that he definitely might have not been able to give himself. Well, you know, and you would think what would take someone to motivate them to to, to reduce or almost give up a, a passion like that, but laying out a financial plan in front of somebody, something something on paper, something that's visual, you know, that, that could be the single motivator. That could be the thing that says, you know, comic books are important to me, but retiring at age 65 is more important. And, and and when it comes from someone who has the who's credible that has the background that you that you trust in in their expertise i think that really that's really important too because again anyone listening to this podcast could take what they learn and go talk to their friend about oh you should do x y and z to reduce your spending and get on track but i i think th- that's that's not not as effective as actually going to see someone in that more kind of professional context. I think, and I, I can't speak from experience, but I, I think this is one of those fields where experience is probably uh, valued quite quite highly in terms of somebody who just who's just got into the business of money coaching versus somebody who's been doing it for years. I, I got to think, you know, if I'm going after a money coach, I'm probably looking for somebody with experience. And I'm going to, you know, I, this is going to sound repetitive. I'm going to say this again, you know, disclaimer, we're not money coaches, no interest in being money coaches. You know, a listener sent in an email asking about the concept of money coaches and we're just talking about it. This podcast is never, we never intend to sell out here and and promote something like this is not what this is about. It's literally just opening people's eyes to the concept of money coach. And Trevor, to add on to your disclaimer, we, when we were sitting down to make the outline for this episode, we absolutely loved Drew's question. We, we thought it was a great avenue to explore ourselves and something that really piqued our interest. But we sat there and we were wondering how we were going to make this episode authentic and really transparent and, and, and not and like we weren't going to sell you something at the very end. And it's, we're really hoping that it's coming across. And it, I, my whole thing was this can't sound like a commercial no matter what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, it, and it, I mean, it, it kind of, that's why we're sticking in all these disclaimers. Cause right now if I were to tune in, I'd be like, yep, this sounds like a commercial for how amazing a money coach is and that I should go spend money on, on a money coach. Thank you, Courtney and Trevor. But we promise this is just, this is just, I mean, if a single listener gets anything from this episode about, oh, the, a money coach could benefit someone in my life dramatically. Just, just like some of the articles that we've uh, we've touched on. I mean, that's that's really the the only aim. So we do have uh, one final article that we're gonna stick in the show notes. We just kind of ran out of time, but it's um top top fifteen re- reasons to hire a money coach by financial mentor. It has uh, fifteen great points, so we'll stick that in the show notes. You can go keep reading that, and again, we'll have every article we talked about and any other resources that we think would be valuable for you to kind of 
continue exploring the concept of money coaches if it piqued your interest at all. So Trevor, before we close off this episode, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today? So um, my research and our research about money coaches and the little bit uh, we've learned about it today is I would think don't wait till things go horribly wrong to, to seek out a money coach. If you have an inkling that maybe you or somebody you know is moving in the wrong direction or not moving in a direction at all, you you might do a consultation with a money coach and it, it, it may change your future. Who knows? Well said. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in today. And if, if you want to check out our social media pages, we're on Instagram and Facebook at Simple Money Solutions. Um, and you can also send us an email for future show recommendations. We love receiving emails. And we've already done a couple shows and dedicated a couple shows, including this one, to answering listener questions. Thank you, Drew, again for your question. We really appreciate it. And we've loved making this episode for you and, and the rest of our listeners as well. You can send us an email at livelifesimple365 at gmail.com or just write on our contact form uh, at livelifesimple.ca. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and we can't wait to have you back with us next Monday. Until next week, keep it simple.